What's going on, y'all? This is One Ton Uno, and you're watching Cloudy Conversations. All right, guys, so what's going on? It's your girl, Big T, One Ton Uno, and we're back with another episode of Cloudy Conversations. I want to thank you all for tuning in. Um, and thank you, Uno, for you know sitting down and talking with us. Uh, thank you for having me. I appreciate that. Of course. So for the fans who may not be aware of you or new to the channel, just go ahead and tell the people a little bit about yourself. Uh, my name is One Ton Uno. I'm from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. I'm a singer, songwriter, producer, artist, creative. Um, I feel like I'm an influencer. I feel like I got influence. That's pretty much it. All right. So um, you're from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, of course. Mm -hmm. So what was your life like growing up here? My life growing up in Harrisburg, honestly, for me, I feel like it was cool. Um, I wasn't a bad kid growing up. I'm, I'm not, I was never like a disciplined problem. I probably had a lot of energy, but other than that, I just remember from an early age, I um, just always wanted to be musical and creative. Uh, and I feel as though in my household, for me at least, that was like, like pushed. Like you know, what I mean, I was like, I was allowed to be myself. Um, Do you, is anybody else in your family musical? Um, not directly, I would say. However, no, nah, that's a lie. I mean, like my sister sung. My um, my dad. I remember he said he used to play the bass. Okay. Uh. Yeah, I don't. But like. I feel like a lot of close friends of my family were more like that's where a lot of that influence came, came from. from. Um, so, which school did you go to, or which area in the city did you grow up in? Oh, uh, so I, I grew up on the hill, um, right across the right across the street from Boyer East Baseball Field, 29th Street. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I, uh, uh, I went to Marshall Elementary. I went to Lincoln Elementary, Marshall Elementary. Uh, then I went to Emmanuel Baptist. That's like a private school. I think it's like a a Catholic school. Okay, okay. Like I only went. I don't even think I stayed a whole year. <laughs> I just I just remember me being there. So I might have been in like, I think it might have been like fifth grade or something. Okay. Um, but then I uh, went back to Marshall, and then I moved to Baton Rouge. So oh, uh, yeah. At what age was that? When I was twelve. Okay, so that's like right. Before yeah. teenage years is coming. Yeah, but then I come back to Harrisburg at what age? fourteen. Okay. And then I went to John Harris, and then after John Harris, I, uh, in tenth grade, I went to East. So when you moved to Baton Rouge, what was that time down there like? Cause that's a whole transition from yeah, that was, north. Yeah, that was crazy. That was crazy. Uh, that that make me that makes me want to tell a story. So like, so my first day, uh, so like basically. My transition to Baton Rouge was like fast as like, it was super fast if I can remember. I just remember like my dad saying that he wanted me to come down there and stay with him. Mm -hmm. So I went to Baton Rouge and then like literally we got there maybe like Sunday, could have been Saturday. You know what I mean? So Saturday I remember going to get uniform for my school. The first time I had to wear uniforms and then Monday I'm in class. Damn, so you so, went right, right? Yeah, like... Like it was fast, so uh, so I remember being in science class, 
and I raise my hand to go to the bathroom and I say, excuse me, can I use the lavatory? And like the whole class just start busting out mm -hmm. laughing and they like, lavatory, we in the science lab. It was my <laughs> science class and they was like, and then my, uh, my, my teacher, she was from New York or whatever. So she was like, no, like laboratory, it's another term for the bathroom, the restroom, you know what I mean? So I go to the bathroom and I just start crying my ass out. Like, I'm like, like, oh my God, what the fuck I get myself into? End up going to principal office, call my dad. My dad give me a pep start, like a pep talk or whatever. I got through the day, but that, like my first day in middle school in Baton Rouge was fucking nutty. That's what I'm saying. Like that's a one you didn't even get an adjustment period. Just yeah, to end not up at in all. School, like not at all. Like, I, I just pulled people. up. Did you have any issues or like did you find like people down there that? Yeah, hey, yeah, nah. That like I mean like honestly, I always been like a cool person. Like you know what I mean? Like like I've never been like. Like a confrontational argument. Like I'm not an aggressive type of individual. So like I can really just I just kinda play my part. You know what I mean? So like I never was in no type of situation. Yeah, no like weird situations and, and you know what I mean down there on that type of time. But definitely making friends was I'm not gonna say difficult because because I'm like a, a friendly person. So they kinda like the people that you know, like your uh, how they say your tribe, yeah, yeah like you vibe yeah, you vibe with your tribe, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So I you know what I mean it's kinda like that. Um, so why did you come back up uh, up north? Cause I was being a little bitch, <laughs> like real shit, <laughs> like like, right. re like real shit. Like so basically, what happened was so like all right. So let me backtrack a little bit. So you asked me how I was growing up. So like like in my household, my mom. I, I'm the youngest of three. Okay. So like my mom kind of like pushed my passion. You know what I mean? She kind of looked at me and was like, so what, what you want to do? You know what I mean? And once I told her what I wanted to do, it was like, okay, we're going to feed your dream. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That type of shit. My dad, he was in the military. So he's... Yeah, like stern. Opposite, yeah. You know what I mean? Like super stern, super strict. Like the smartest man I know. But like at the time, me being 12, 13, like that adjustment, like coming from living with my mom. Cause I, like, like I, free spirit yeah. versus... Rules, like. Yeah, it's like it's like I thought I knew. It's like, and then on the other type of time, like it ain't like I ain't come from nothing. I mean, it ain't like I ain't had shit growing up. But like my dad would pull up and low key flex, mm. <laughs> like you know what I mean. So so I be with my dad and I and I get to do everything. Mm -hmm. Like we going to Chuck E. Cheese, we going to the movies, we going to with my mom. My mom like, um, well shit, the, the lights about to get cut off. We going to Red Lobster. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. like that's like what like kind of how my mom worked. You know what I mean? It, yeah, you know what I mean. Like my mom was like shit. We going to enjoy life. My dad was like, we're going to sustain, you know what I mean? Like discipline, you know what I mean? That type of shit. So how do you think that influenced you having two parents who were kind of like polar opposites? I mean, like, honestly, it was cool. It was like, honest, like, that, like, that's cool because you get to experience like the best of both worlds in a sense. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. like, like I said, my mom really pushed, like, pu like, pushed my passion. You know what I mean? Like, she was the one that was... That was like when I, I remember I was eight years old, I came to her and um I was walking home from the baseball field and I seen a flyer on a telephone pole. And it was like it was like uh a talent show. So I mean I'm eight, I can read it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm like I hope so. <laughs> yeah, it's like, but it was crazy. Like I just remember, like I pulled it off the, the drum, went into the crib, took it to my mom, and she was like, 
oh, so you want to be in a talent show? I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's like, you got talent? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. She said, what you going to do? I said, I'm going to sing. You know what I mean? And At this point, like nobody knew that you were, you could sing or you kind of like, it was low key. Like me, I don't know. Like, I feel like as a kid, I was just energy. Mm-hmm. Like, if I can remember, I'm the person, like, I would go to Philly it's for my aunts and my uncles and, and my grandma, um, my cousins and everybody. That's where my mom's from. But um, I would go to Philly and they would be like, crack a joke. You know what I mean? Like, and I would tell a joke. And I don't know how the hell I had jokes. <laughs> like, you feel what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm winging it. Like, but it worked. Yeah, you know what I mean? But like, and like, I had neighbors that I would like talk to and I could hold conversations with them. So I don't know. It's just, I always had like, I guess, charisma. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I guess something with me that... Stage presence. Yeah, that, that wasn't... Like, you wasn't afraid to be in exactly. front of people. Yeah, like, I've like I, like I always been, like, a light. I've always been that. So, it's like, when I see a talent show, I just know that I that I want to get on stage and do something. You know what I mean? So, I said I wanted to sing, and my mom was like, all right. So, I ended up placing third overall in the talent show. You know what, what, song, what song did you sing? Uh, Tevin Campbell, I Know My Redeemer Liveth. <laughs> I thought you were about to say, uh, what's this song? Uh, can we talk? Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> yeah, nah. Yeah, nah, because look, I'm a, here's a, I've been in a lot of talent shows, right? Here's like a little trick. Like, if you sing a gospel song, ain't nobody gonna boo you. That's like, bad. like you may, like you may not, <laughs> like you may not win, but they ain't gonna, yeah, they not gonna boo you. Ain't nobody yeah. Lord. yeah, exactly. So that was the angle with that one. You know what I mean? Smart. See, like I guess you've been in here your yeah, time for a while. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, like that type shit. So now you said I was around like eight years old. Yeah. Um, so and was that your first talent show? Yeah, that was my first talent show. And from that experience, like, what did you gain? What did you learn about yourself? That I had heart. Mm. Um, and kind of like early on, and let me mind you, like, and I ain't going, I'm not even gonna lie on the camera, or nothing, like, so, like, I said I placed third. It wasn't no third. I was a finalist. Okay. <laughs> An honorable mention. Yeah, like, nah, like I was a finalist. So it was only three finalists. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And I ended up the name of the talent show, and I feel like. We in Harrisburg, we gotta bring like talent shows back mm-hmm. and like and like bring like creative shit where people can like exercise like you know what I mean their abilities and show and like people support you know what I mean mm-hmm. so like at the time this was this thing called bridging the gap so if you don't know about Harrisburg at one point in time it was some weird type of or it still maybe is I don't freaking know but uptown the hill like you know sectionalized yeah. type shit mm-hmm. you feel me so I guess. Maybe in the 80s, maybe in the 90s. I don't know when, whoever, who was the mayor. I know Stephen Reed was the mayor. But <laughs> but uh, but they had this joint. It was called Bridging the Gap. It was a talent show. So they had a talent show at the YMCA, and they picked me and two other people to go to the State Street Bridge and do a talent show. You know what I mean? Uh, um, so, yeah, so it was we, in the, as the finalists. So, like, the people that won, they was... A group that was like brothers and sisters or whatever, and I remember they had a brother that passed away, mm-hmm. um, but they was the people that won. It was somebody else that did something, and I just remember that I was singing. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I did come in third, but it wasn't like a third place prize. You know what I mean? They had a first and second place prize. They didn't have a third. <clears throat> but I, I found out that I was uh, fearless and I had heart. You know what I mean? Like, and I and I liked entertaining. Mm-hmm. 
Hey, that's what I found out about myself from the, from the first one. And after that, how did you handle your interest in music? Did you continue to like enter yourself in talent show? Did you start to like actually start singing around the house? Like yeah, so like I don't know. So like I can even backtrack a little bit before that, uh, cause I'm I'm an '80s baby, so. We had a videotape of me being four years old. And I remember we was at like one of my uncle's like job cookout type of drones. Or maybe, or maybe it was like a family type of drone. But I remember I had a freaking inflatable microphone in my hand at four years old. And I don't know why I had an inflatable microphone. Like, you know what I mean? It, it's shit, yeah, it, like it's shit like that that where like I don't know what it is. It's just something that was always in me. So like, but after the talent show, the first one, I was already writing songs at six. Like I wrote my first song like at six, you know what I mean? So yeah, I was just always writing. Like just always writing and just trying to figure it out. And were you always a singer or you was trying to be a rapper at one point too? Oh, uh, nah, I'm, so like I, like I said, I call myself more like a songwriter, you know what I mean? Cause I always had songs, always had songs, so. um that was my thing. Like I always had songs, whether it was singing or rapping, I could always figure out songs. Like that was my thing. That's always been my thing. So like, um, I'll be honest, what I realized here's another gem, like singers and rappers, if you indecisive, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, like, like little shit like this. So like, what you gotta know is as a rapper, people gotta stop and listen to you. Like they gotta stop and listen. As a singer, the moment you open your mouth, you're judged. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the moment that you go, like, note, like yeah. that first note, if it's shaky, get him out of here. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But, like, as a rapper, people got to stop and listen. Mm -hmm. So, you know what I mean? Like, it takes a little bit more confidence to kind of be a singer. You know what I mean? Like, it takes a little bit more confidence. You know what I mean? Because you got to be secure in that. You know what I mean? Like, so, I used to have my bro, Sean, I used to sing. And I used like when I used to do shows, he would come out and like draw the crowd, and then I come out and I rap. But yeah, I was I was a rapper type of individual for a minute because I was I wasn't that confident about my vocals. Mm -hmm. Like you end up because what happens is when you start doing stuff creatively, you end up meeting people. You know what I mean? Like and like I said, I have a lot of close friends in my family that have been making music their whole life. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like, yeah, <laughs> it's it's like I felt intimidated. And I used to do like little shit, like I would open my mouth to sing and like go. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, nah, nah, I ain't really mean that. I'm just playing. I'm yeah, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'll ball you up though and then come out with some shit, but yeah. So when it comes to like uh, your writing and preparing the craft, how do you approach that? Because you said you always write in. But you also have wordplay, so do you find yourself like just turning anything into a song, or do you like, nah, I gotta make this a rap, like this part gotta... Alright, so like, A, with, with the music, is always the beat. The beat tell you what to do, mm -hmm. um, for me. Um, but I do also believe that I can make a song about anything. But I'll also say this, sometimes I can't make a song about anything. Mm. And what I mean by that is like, I feel like when I be effortlessly trying to rap, like, you know what I mean? Like, or like make a song about anything, like right, like right now, like I'm looking around the room, you know, lights, lights, bright, bright, 
lights. Yeah, I'm shining in the light. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, like you know what I mean, but like, yeah, but like, but when it come down to actually, am I gonna put that on a record? Like you know what I mean, like so it's like you can make a song about anything. But is it worth? Yeah, it? but is it a market for everything? You know what I mean? Is mm -hmm. is that who you do you want to be known as the boy that raps about or talks about anything? You know what I mean? Or do you want to be known as somebody that talks about something? Yeah, I'm saying, and, and I guess it, it kind of like makes your sound. The statement you just made, as far as like the beat tells you what to do, makes a lot of sense to your sound because when going through and listening to your music, of course it's like uh, a singing bass, but some of it's like pop, some of it's like R and B. Like, yeah. It's not just that one defined sound. So that's what was really surprising for me was yeah. the versatility in the singing and the range of the music that yeah. it gave. Um, Thank you. It was is that intentional or like you said you really just whatever you feel. Nah, you it, it's whatever I feel because I'm cause I'm so like like seasoned. Mm. Like you know what I mean? Like like I got like I got over kind of the like trying to identify myself as a specific type of artist. You know what I mean? Like I just am. You know what I mean? Like I like I just am. You know what I mean? Like what I create is what I create. Some days I feel like rapping. Some days I feel like singing. You know what I mean? And um, and it's and it's, it's that at this point. Now, when you listen to your music, it would seem like um, you're a ladies man. Like you make music for ladies to get the ladies. Like that's your base crowd. Uh, is that a fair assumption? Nah. Uh, I mean like. My last project, for sure. Um, but that was only because I was leaning more into like the R and B side. Mm -hmm. um, but overall, I would classify my like my overall sound as like affirmation music, mm -hmm. like like over like, like overall. Um, like that's like like I, I'm gonna be honest. It's hard for somebody like me to not be kind of like true to myself. You know what I mean? So like, if I make a love song, then it's probably because I'm in love. You know what I mean? If I make a heartbreak song, it's probably because I'm like, like, yeah, you know what I mean? If I, um, but the, the more consistent angle in my music has been like, you're going to be something, you are great. Uh, you can strive, you can conquer. Um, believe in yourself. Uh, that's the overall theme, and that and that's really the message and the mission of, I guess, one ton uno. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Is to uh, to bring more happiness than than sadness. You know what I mean? To bring more love than hate. You know what I mean? That's a fact. Cause um, the music, like you said, the the beat, the the wordplay. It's like just letting your stuff play on shuffle was still the same. I would never went down for real. I was like, yeah. Bounce here, different bounce. Okay, take it a little slower. Yeah. Right, but I'm going back up now. Yeah. So it was it was a it was a refreshing feel. Like that's why I was uh, really enjoying when I was doing my research. Thank you. Now, um, one thing that uh, your friend and guest of the show, Drew Tyrell, said is that you have the talent. You just aren't applying the pressure that you need to per se. Yeah. Um, that's is, what, that's is, that, is that correct? And if so, why do you think that's like? Alright, so like, so like, yeah, I, that's definitely correct. Yeah, you know I mean, um, and I feel like that's for everybody. Yeah, you know I mean, um, and not to like deflect away from myself. You know what I mean? But I think everybody 
isn't doing everything that they can to put themselves to the maximum position. You know what I mean? Um, I, I believe that for everybody. I think, I think a lot of people, and myself included in this, life experiences kind of, so like I call it, um, what I say to myself is that I wanna be, I wanna go back to like having childhood inhibitions. Mm -hmm. Like because as a kid, if somebody told you that it was a, like a candy bar at the top of a 100 foot tree, you climbing up that 100 foot tree and you getting that candy bar. You're not thinking about falling, you're not thinking about no risk, you're not thinking about, you're just, you're just doing it, you know what I mean? As an adult, you start calculating risks, you know what I mean? <laughs> For sure. Um, and when you start calculating risks, you know what I mean? And basically through life experiences, failing and trying and failing, sometimes you get a little bit off your, off your shit, you know what I mean? And I can be honest, that's something that I'm more recently overcoming. Um, come, like I'm really coming, coming out of that, that playing the background state. And but in that aspect, it's also, you gotta remember, you never get a second chance to make a first impression. Mm -hmm. So it's like, sometimes I am hesitant at pushing the button to make it feel like it is as big as I know I can be mm -hmm. because I may not be prepared for the reaction that I get yeah, you know I mean, so it's a little head game that I be in my, I be head. But. but you may not ever be prepared. Like what you deem as being prepared, you probably could have already had it. You know what I'm saying? The mindset, the mentality, the work ethic already instilled in you. It just yeah. a situation like you said, the opportunity didn't come. But the only person stopping the opportunity, yeah, it's is just you. it's yourself. It's like, you know what I mean? A hundred percent. And the caveat off of that, just um, being more calculated. Mm. Um. No, like, like I think before the camera got cut on, we was talking about um, like funding and yeah, budget. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Um, I'm still like I'm I'm 36. You know what I mean? I'm put that out there. You know what I mean? I'm not disguising nothing. Like I'm a, like I'm seasoned. You know what I mean? Like listen to my shit. I'm seasoned. Mm -hmm. um, so it's like it's like I understand shit on a different level, you know what I mean? So it's like, don't waste your time trying to half-ass some shit, you know what I mean? Really try to calculate that shit, you know what I mean? Like, be on that type of time. Definitely agree. Um, and, you know, with that being said, you did just recently release um, uh, a new album, The yeah. Laws of Attraction. That's a 14, 14 tracks on there, one feature, which was Drew himself. Mm -hmm. That's um, my bro. What has the feedback been on that project? Yo, honestly, I'm surprised. Like, cause I be low key and like, I, I ain't really put too much promotion in it, but it was more pressure from the people around me. Like, bro, like, like you got shit in the vote. You know what I mean? And to be honest, I am, like I said, putting the wheels in motion to make it, to make it big. So it's been great. Like fire emojis, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but like people hit me up in the morning, like telling me like like I'm like this is this, you know what I mean? Like bro, this song is this. Like well, some somebody hit me up. I remember it was like the art of songwriting, like track three. Like I, I forget what song that is, but they I was like I'm like you know what I mean? Like it's like little like little joints like that. So like I can also say my fan base at this moment, cause I'm more on the like the like the lower level. I don't really be putting too much promotion into my shit like that. But it's the people that I know. 
So it's the people that I know and the people that I really interact with. And as I grow, I want that to be the people that are my fans. You know what I mean? I want my fans to feel like family. I want my fans to feel like friends. I don't want them to feel like they're fans or they're groupies or whatever. You know what I mean? I want to be intimate with the people that support me. So um, reach out. But yeah, it's been really positive. Really, like really positive. I, I can, I can think of at least, at least. 10 to 15 phone calls on a personal level that I've received after I put that out. So all great, all great reception. How long did it take to put that project together? I know you said you had, you know, stuff from the vault, but did you like go and put anything new down and have a freshening feel or you literally just took the stuff you've been sitting on? So like, nah, that, that joint took about six months. Okay. Um, Shout out to Ron G's. Ron started pulling up to the studio and... Ron's the producer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Ron started pulling up to the studio and he started emailing niggas beats and giving niggas beats and letting niggas rock out. You know what I mean? And, um, that's real shit. And because of that, I was able to channel that energy based upon what I was going through in my life. And yeah, shout out to Ron. Uh, also Vaughn, Vaughn also. Uh, Vaughn made it. Yeah, he. Uh, shout out to both of them guys. Yeah, they like like they they're the, like they're the reason why their energy is the reason why that joint was created as far as production goes. Um, yeah. <laughs> it was a well put together project. Um, Thank you. And I was happy that it wasn't like just. A short listen, you know what I'm saying? Like I could let it play and, and we still, you know, come back like a couple minutes later and it's still playing. So uh, what's your favorite track off of there? Um, chemistry. My favorite my favorite track is chemistry because I felt like when I made chemistry, I I felt like I made a hit song. Like I don't know if it is a hit song or will be, but I feel like when I made that song, I felt like That's the one. Yeah, it was like hey, yeah. <laughs> like like that like that like that was the one to be the, like and lyrically it was kind of effortless you know what I mean like uh yeah like the words just came to me you know what I mean so like like that was that's definitely my favorite song on can we expect any uh visuals from that project yes yes that's for sure for sure all right and then in 2022 you dropped the EP one love um what was the energy behind that one? Because it was only a five five track uh, EP, mm -hmm. um, and it was you know kind of entitled "One Love." So you know when you were creating that, what was your mindset? Uh, so the title came from uh, me and a producer linking up. So the producer of that EP, his name is I Love You. Um, so like, so when like me and him linked up, he makes. Um, He's like a sound designer, so he likes uh, manipulates, uh, synthesize sounds and shit. Mm -hmm. So like he like he's real nice at that. Um, so like we just start cooking up, and that's how I came together. Cause I'm Uno, you know what I mean. One time Uno, he's he's I love you, he's George, you know what I mean. But um, yeah, that was just me trying to be a little bit more experimental, and also like producing content because 
I don't know if I'm the only artist like that, but I know I'm not, so I don't even know why I said that. But like, <laughs> I don't know if I'm the only person like this, but I'm always creating. Yeah, you know I mean, I'm always creating. Yeah, you know I mean, and I do establish a big folder of content. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So sometimes it does become a backlog of content. You know what I mean? Uh, and yeah, so like. That's just that's just was me trying to like be relevant, you know what I mean? Like be be in the now, you know what I mean? Be continuously pushing pushing my edge and continuously finding my sound and continuously putting something out that people can digest. <coughs> yeah, because um <coughs> excuse me. Mm -hmm. Uh that was listed under pop, which again is isn't like your bass sound, but yeah. it wasn't something that seemed like you haven't been doing it for years. Yeah. So. It, that link up is what created you know you going into that that direction yeah and like i said like i have a natural energy like i'm real like i'm a commercial nigga like like so like growing up it's and i don't even know if people even realize this but i'm gonna just say it so like people categorize music you know what i mean like especially hip-hop music you know what i mean like and it may like just because you rap doesn't mean you rap like somebody else rap. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like Lamar, yeah, like little baby. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, you feel what I'm saying? Like, yeah, exactly. And because of my upbringing, you know what I mean? Because I was raised well. Like, you feel what I'm saying? Like, and I was protected and I was shielded. You know what I mean? Like, like by the Lord. You know what I mean? Because not even, I ain't going to say not by my parents, but by the Lord. Because I had mad opportunities to just fuck my shit up. You know what I mean? And I have fucked up in multiple ways within my life. You know what I mean? But I just never was no knucklehead. Mm -hmm. So it's certain lingo, certain slang, certain shit that I just don't identify with. You know what I mean? Like I, like and So like my music has never been that. Yeah, like it's never been that. You know what I mean? So like I've always been... Back to the talent show shit, I've been winning, like, I've won talent shows, like, that was a thing, like, when I was growing up, they had talent shows, I won them bitches, like, you know, like, you know what I mean, like, like, it, like, I wasn't just in them bitches, I won them drones, you know what I mean, so it was like, it's that type shit, but it's because of the energy, it's because of that, that more commercialism aspect to my music, you know what I mean, like, like, that's kind of what because I you am. you lived in the time and started uh, doing music at a time, <coughs> excuse me. Where there was no social media, where there wasn't no short frame content, where yeah. you had to have stage presence, where you really had to win the crowd over because yeah. that was the only time that they seen you. Yeah. So, like you said, you just stayed true to yourself and yeah. you just transitioned throughout the years, which is a compliment to your artistry because, again, you could have tried to adapt to what's cool, what's hip, and yeah, be I on can't. that wave, <laughs> but that's not authentic yeah. to you, so it would have never really took you where you trying to go yeah. or where you can go yeah exactly and the other thing is it's like it's see-through and it don't like it like like not don't not is it not authentic it doesn't feel authentic mm -hmm. you know what i mean like and that's something about my music that i want to remain consistent that it feels authentic like i don't want it to sound like i'm reaching to try to sound like a thug or i'm reaching to sound to try to sound like a sex symbol or i'm re you know, like i don't want none of that you know what i mean i wanted to sound like a regular nigga making dope music mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what i mean like i wanted to sound like that i wanted to sound like your average person you know what i mean making dope music mm, i think you're definitely succeeding with that thank you um 
And then, so let's trans- transition to the first album, which came out in 2020, and it was titled Dumb Heart. Yeah. Um, that one had no features, um, which I noticed pretty much the, out of all your, like, projects, the only feature that was on there was on the recent one, and that was Drew. So yeah. you mindful, like, of, like, just how you present yourself in the album form or do you do features like what's your, what's your mindset on that i feel like i'm gonna give you a real ass answer like you asked me that and my brain said like just be real the truth of the matter is i'm like the name uno identifies with me i like so much mm-hmm. yeah you know i mean like like it's it's kind of like odd you know what I mean? But like, when it comes to me making music, I feel like ultimately, to be honest, is me trying to prove myself. Like, I don't know what I'm trying to prove. <laughs> like, I, I just know that like, it's like, I'm focused on this. So like, Dumb Heart, I, I made all them beats. Um, I was just in a space to where, like I, like I said, I built up content and I had to put it out. And that's what a lot of it is. Um, I'm an engineer also, but me being an engineer doesn't necessarily mean that I work with all the artists that I engineer. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, it's just, a lot of times I just be by myself creating music. You know what I mean? And then when it comes down to put it out, I put it out. But if I'm being honest with myself, it's because... I'm trying to prove that I'm capable. Like I don't need a crutch. Mm-hmm. I don't need an anchor. You know what I mean? Like I'm like, like I'm like I'm the one. Like I'm the one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but however, I am mindful of the people that I work with, and I am mindful of the need to work with other people. And I am currently working on some shit with other people. You know what I mean? And I do have a lot of I do have other content out where I have collaborated with people. But when it comes to my shit, it's just been like, my shit, put it out. <laughs> you know what I mean? This, like, this is me, put it out. You know what I mean? Like, not I'm not waiting. about for the next nigga to try to hop on. Yeah, be- because on some G shit, like, it's also multiple factors. People don't work the same mm-hmm. as you. They don't work at the same pace as me. Like, so, like, if I, like, if I, if I have the capability of being in a studio, 24 hours a day. You know what I mean? Like, I can just fucking create. Mm. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I can just create. You know what I mean? There's really no time to have to yeah, like I'm, about other people. Yeah, and I'm, I rap. I sing. <laughs> I make beats. <laughs> I engineer. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's like... Who do I need? Yeah, it's like, like it, it really do come down to that. Like, it, re- like, it really do come down to that. And... Like, I don't I don't know how that's perceived by how that's perceived by other people, but that's what it come down to. It's like the efficiency. Yeah, it yeah. allows you to, like you said, work at a pace that is best suited for you and to yeah. whenever you're working in the team aspect, regardless of if you know the person or not, it creates a sense of not I don't even know the word, but it's like you have to now be considerate of somebody else's thoughts, somebody else's so, wants. So it's like impacting so the look, process. So look. The only reason why Drew is even on island, <laughs> like the only reason, right, is because I'm so authentic to myself. I'm listening to the beat and I'm like, this beat's hard, but it's like an Afro, like pop type beat. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm, and I'm not an islander. 
You know what I mean? I think I heard that my grandpa from Cuba, but that doesn't quantify. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, oh shit, Drew family from the islands. Like, you know what I mean? Like, nigga, like, let me get Drew to do the hook because it's authentic to Drew. You know what I mean? Like, that shit ain't authentic to me. Like, that's the only reason why he's even on that song. And it's not to say that, like, man, well, we, we've done other stuff together, but it's just, that's how that is. Like, it was just like, yo, bro. It made it more sense. Yeah, like, like I'm not, because like I said, I don't want to sound corny. So it's like, nigga, if I get on this joint and I start saying this with this accent, I feel like I'm about to play myself. Like, bro, you naturally, like, they, like you naturally got that. So what's up? So yeah, but dumb, but dumb heart produced by me. Um, yeah, like just all uno, like. Damn, when I think of like, damn, that shit making me think. Like, <laughs> I said, like, I didn't even know that was all self-produced. Not, oh, you didn't? Mm -mm. Yeah, so like, that's the thing, like, and that's how I feel like even our studio work. You know what I mean? Like, our studio work because you gotta know, you feel me? Like, you gotta know people to even come around. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like it's, it's a pull up and yeah, it's not, yeah, it's not that. You know what I mean? So like, so yeah, it's it's like it's like I don't promote myself in that capacity. Back to what Drew saying, like nigga, like like nigga, push that shit, push that line, like let people know that nigga, you you, <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's it's for me, I'm a um, I'm more I'm more casually, you know what I mean? Like I'm not competitive, I'm confident. You know what I mean? Like, it's that. Like, I'm not competitive. I'm confident. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to do the best I can because I know I'm going to do my best. You know what I mean? And that's just what it is. That pretty much answered my next question because I was going to ask, like, you know, why do you think you haven't, like, fully applied yourself? But when you were, if you're not trying to be competitive in it, there, yeah. it doesn't create that sense of urgency. Like, I make music. Like, and coming, like, and I've experienced a lot of experiences throughout me making music. Like, we haven't touched on, you know what I mean, a lot a lot of that in this interview. I don't know if we will, but you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I mean, you can speak to it now. I, so, like, <laughs> talk that shit then. Well, yeah, so basically, like, so, like, when I was 14 years old, I had this song, like, I made this, I ended, and at a talent show, John Harris, I ended a talent show, and I had this song, it was called Just Shake It, and I made it to the mystical beat. Um, so, like, uh, shake it fast. That's the beat. You know what I mean? So like, I just remember me writing that joint, performing that joint, and when I perform that joint, I kill it. Like I kill it. And at the time, it's not social media on that type of time. The internet, I, like the internet, had existed, but it, it was it's AOL. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like it, so. That shit up. Can't use the phone. <laughs> yeah. So like, in in our city, I don't know. It just always feel like it always it always feel like a popularity contest. It is. Like, I don't know why, like, but it always feel like that, you know what I mean? So, like, it's kind of like, for some reason, God had ordained me to break through the popularity shit. Like, you feel what I'm saying? Like, because like I said, I'm not no street boy. Like, I'm not from, I'm not from over there, you know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not from not, like, I'm not, like... I can't really explain it. I'm not from the hood, but I'm but it wasn't good. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like I'm like really low middle class. You feel what I'm saying? Single parent, house home, you know, like house, you know what I mean, that type shit. So so like, but it it's like 
I'm not like I'm. I wasn't an athletic child. I played baseball. I did get good at baseball, but like that wasn't my thing. I always made music. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know what I mean. That's my thing. So like, like, so like, I get on stage. I kill it. Bing. <laughs> like they go, people go home, and there's a talent show that day. Gong show that night. So people go home and they tell people how well I did at the fucking talent show in the morning. So they come back to the gong show at night. You feel what I'm saying? And I kill it again. You feel what I'm saying? So. From then, I ended up doing like a series of like the uh, the Black History Month showcases that was like really popping in our area. You know what I mean? And then I end up on 106 in Park. You know what I mean? Because oh, just like I love that show. <laughs> like I, I was on I was on 106 in Park and shit. Uh, and I end up going to uh, fucking um. So I, I even elaborate on that. Like so, even that's just God. Like it's just like ordained timing type shit. Mm-hmm. I go to 106 in Park. My mom, like I said, my mom, she's my manager. Um, like we go up there because like we moving. I got my press kit, I got my CDs, I got my shirts, I got my flyers. You know what I mean? Push like, it. yeah, you know what I mean. But it's my mom because I don't know none of this. My mom was my mom. Like I don't know. My mom was a G. Like my mom just had like any ounce of charisma that I got. I got it from my. I ain't gonna say I got it from my mom, but because my dad super charismatic too. But it's the perfect combination of like. Mm-hmm charismatic individuals, you know what I mean? So like, she gonna sell you on some shit. And at the time, she's selling you on me. Mm-hmm. So we go up there, we passing out CDs, flyers, fucking t-shirts and shit. And we in the line and backtrack, AJ from 106 and Park, his mom was my high school principal. Oh, shit. Like, you feel what I'm saying? Uh, shout out Miss Calloway. Um, and shout out AJ too. So basically like the, like, God will have it. Two weeks before that, AJ come to the school, and I get pulled out of class because Miss Calloway know that I like I'm in the music or whatever, and I get the medium in the office. So we just talking, and he's like, "Yeah, so if you ever come up to New York, you know what I mean, just make yourself be seen, or however the fuck he said it. Excuse my language, but what happens is coincidentally, we had already." Book tickets to just go up there, like you feel what I'm saying, like just it yeah, it's signs. just yeah, like you know what I mean, like we already booked tickets to just go to 106 and park. You feel what I'm saying? So he say when I get up there, make yourself be seen. So we get up there, I make myself be seen, and I get my little 15 seconds, 15 minutes of fame or whatever. Mm-hmm. So like. The crazy thing is, now that I'm looking back, it's what like... What did you do? Are you sing on there? I rap. Yeah, I rap. So, like, I went by the name of K-Rhyme at the time. You know what I mean? I had a website and everything. Like, Wayback Machine on the internet. Like, I don't know if people ever use the Wayback Time Machine on the internet, but I want people to validate this. It's a time machine joint. If you type in Wayback Time Machine, it'll pull up every archive website that ever existed. You know what I mean? So, if you type in the name of something, it'll pop up. I had a website when I was 15 years old. Like, like, and, and like, so 15 years old is what, 2003, two? Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, like early, like, like really, like, like really trying to push, yeah, like, yeah, like pushing myself, krhyme.com, k-r-h-y-m-e.com. Um, so basically, we get up there, the show open up, and all you see is my flyers and t-shirts. Like, I'm somebody, I don't, it's just God working. AJ, see the shit. He see me in the crowd, he's like, oh shit, shout out to uh, young boy, he go to my mom's high school, he be rapping or whatever. It's no celebrity guest that day. Mm. So they call me on the stage to do 
like a verse, like you know what I mean. So I spit my verse. Did you kill it? Look, and I like. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to find that. Like look, the for the like interview. yeah, like nah, real shit. I don't know if it need to be out there, cause like yeah, you know I mean, but this like, I ain't gonna lie. Like I always, I feel like I, and this is something in my head. I feel like I always achieve the top level of local. Like whatever that shit is, I do that. And I and I can't get over that other hurdle, yeah. you know what I mean? Like I can't, but it's but it really is the marketing, the promotion, you know what I mean? The work ethic as an artist, you got to put into the shit, you know what I mean? You got and you got to have a bag to support this shit. Like you can't just sit here and do this shit blindly. Mm -hmm. So I rap it right now. I remember, I remember what I said. So this is we off air, and <laughs> we off air, and. They asked me to come up on stage. So I come up on stage and the stage manager there, Free and AJ, and they like, do you have something that you can rap? So I'm like, yeah. So I was preparing. Like, I just, you know what I mean? Just like, if it ever happened, I'm going to be ready for it. You know what I mean? So like, look, I'm 14, 15 years old, and this is the verse that I was supposed to say on 106 in Park. This is the verse. Let my boys tell it, I'm ridiculous. Have you scratching your head like your mind got syphilis? Y'all know I'm venomous. Get you for your Timberlands. Mess around, beat your whole club up like Timberland. Speculation ending it. Leave you where you land at. I prove any and everybody wrong that say I can't rap. Hazardous, so stand back. Approach with caution. I'm sick to myself, but I make y'all nauseous, dog. I melt tracks because my flow's so toxic. And they think they can battle the kid. You would think I'm a baby the way I be rattling heads. Spit oceans, my flow's so deep. They got dudes that want to be you to say they got beat by me wait till it hit the streets and then it get dark your life going count down like 106 in part like that's what i was supposed to say <laughs> what did you say i was supposed to so i said right and they like okay but like do you have anything more positive and i'm like but you gotta think at the time like i always look like a young nigga my image has always been like wholesome you know what i mean so like I could really rap though, <laughs> like you know what I mean. Like I could like, yeah, like you know. But like as a young like, you feel, so I could really rap like. But because I made a catchy song, because I understood or just naturally, I'm a charismatic person. Commercialism it just come with me. That overshadowed if people was even looking at the fact that I could rap and that I was getting older and whatever the fuck you know what I mean. So like, the verse that I did say was some like poetic shit. It was like the rise and the fall of the Roman Empire leading up to the fall of the Twin Towers. Think about it. Why you never hear nothing rise? Be confident. Just keep your head to the skies and start believing in yourself and doing what you want. Doing what you do and start meaning what you talk. A whole new lifestyle can start rising up. Best believe that too much is never enough. You got to stay on your grinding. Never let up. You got to keep working it. Never give up. So if at first you don't succeed, don't let up. Be real and just keep your head up. I think that's what I said. Um, that was still hard thing. But nah, <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah. Like you gotta think. Like I have, I have felt like I calculated that verse. Like it was like I had it. Like, yeah, I like like it. if you let me say that on the air, they gonna look at me. They gonna hear these. They gonna be like, damn. You know what I mean? Like, but you, I, but but because I, I didn't. The concept of writing. Uh, how can I say like? So I, I hadn't, 
at the time in my life, I didn't understand tailoring a song about kind of like more of an energy. Mm. Like, you feel me? Like, it was more of a concept type of thing. And like, like how can I say like being positive wasn't a concept that I had written about. Mm. Like, you feel what I'm saying? Like, I had, and that was like a, po a poetry, that drawing was a poetry drawing that I turned into a rap because I had said it at some like poetry jam or something. You know what I mean? So it wasn't, it wasn't that. But yeah, so that happened. And then after that, we go to like all the labels passing out the Jones. And I, st I opened up for a bunch of people. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, I, like I did so a- you, was, you really on pretty much on the grind trying to, you know. Yeah, as a young bull. Doing what you were supposed to do at that time. Yeah, as a young bull. Like, like opened up for a bunch of people. Like, at, at that time, 2002, 2005, like any, any artist that came to Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, I was on that show. And shout out to and rest in peace to Dwayne Muhammad. Um, that was just like, that was the promoter that believed in me and was putting me on everything. You know what I mean? Like shows that people was paying for to get on, you know what I mean? He was like, if you can get here, you can be on it. You know what I mean? Like I opened for B2K cause he was like, nigga, I'm in Pittsburgh, we got a slot. <laughs> like come up here, you know what I mean? No charge, if you can get here. You can perform. Like, and, and, I, and I went out front. That's what I'm saying. Like, stop playing with me. Like, I went out, I went out front for real. Like, I went out front a giant. I went out front a giant on Union Deposit and was selling my CDs for fucking ten dollars. You know what I mean? Cause my mom was like, I don't got the bread. You know what I mean? Cause I used to stay in Eagle Crest over there. That's one to eat. You know what I mean? My mom was like, I don't got the bread. If you can come up with the bread, you know what I mean? The fucking to get to fucking Pittsburgh, we can go. You know what I mean? Cause bro, he had a hotel room at the W. Like everything. All I had to do was get there. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, it was like, like, bro, all you, if you can get there. So, basically, I had a fucking three-track demo. I go out front of uh, Union Deposit, the giant on Union Deposit, and I got fucking a three-track demo with CDs and shit, and I sell 20 of them bitches for $10, get $200, and we go to motherfucking Pittsburgh. Like, like it was, like, stop. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, like... Yeah, <laughs> like you know what I mean. Like so, it's like the it's like at that point in my life, the energy and the effort. Like I said, that childhood inhibition shit. You know what I mean? That shit's real because I like I can't I didn't feel like I could fail. I felt like I could conquer everything. You know what I mean? And then life hit, and then sometimes you just got to take a step back. You know what I mean? Definitely understand that. So with all those accomplishments under your belt, this, the ability to still write, the pens there. Which you're going? It's like, what are you trying to do? Overall, I, like one thing that I came to grips with um, is that I'm gonna make music for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Another thing that I have a hard time coming to grips with is that I'm really as dope as I think I am. Like, like for real. Like, I have a hard time coming. Like, and they, cause you, cause they say in order to manifest something, you gotta believe in it wholeheartedly. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So like, I feel like I haven't overcome my hurdle into like, I guess, stardom or virality or whatever the fuck, you know what I mean, you want to say, is because I still have that overarching thought in my head, like I'm not as dope as I think I am. But the truth of the matter is, you hear my music, you're going to love it. Mm -hmm. Like, it, do it don't matter who you are, what type, you know what I mean? Like, I got something for everybody, you know what I mean? Because... God made me commercial. 
God made me user friendly. You feel me? He made me easily digestible. You know what I mean? And like, like that's the blessing that come with one time uno. You know what I mean? So in 2023, what else should we be on the lookout for? I got some videos coming. I got this interview coming. Facts. I got um trying to figure out I right, fuck it. I got two other projects coming this year. Okay, so it, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So like but look though, I'm and I and I'm gonna tell you the names too. I'm gonna tell you the names. Um the first one is called Fuck Niggas God Got Me. Um and that one is it's more like I don't know, like you gotta listen to it. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's like, but it's 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 more it's more on the hip hop side. It's not it's not singing, you know what I mean? It's not R and B, that's more that's me rapping. And then I got another drum called eleven twenty six. And eleven twenty six, I call it that eleven twenty six, because it's eleven songs and it's twenty six minutes of music. So that's what that is. Um I'm not I'm not promising videos for uh for all of that. Cause that's a lot to like I'm just me and I you know what I mean, I ain't gonna hold you, like I said, ain't no Ain't no budget behind me but me, you know what I mean? Like, so, all that, but at the end of the day, I got that coming, and 11.26, I think all of that is produced by me. Fuck Niggas Got Got Me, that's produced by Von Made It. Um, like, we got together, and he flipped a bunch of beats that I had made and made it into, like, some shit that really sound like what I wanted it to sound like. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, that's coming. And that, that's coming this year. All right. So in closing, what do you want the fans to take away from this interview? Um, that never give up. Like, never give up on your dreams. Because at the end of the day, if you the only the only thing that can happen when you working at something like, or trying to get better at something or good at something is that you gonna get better. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, so like, it's like, like the, that's like the worst thing that can, that can happen from being persistent at your dream. You gonna get better. You know what I mean? Like if on that baseline level, if you don't set any expectations with it, you just gonna get really good at it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Cause you just kept working on it, working on it, working on it. So just be persistent and keep, working at your dreams and your goals, you know what I mean? Um, whether or not, and be happy with whether or not success comes in the magnitude that you want it to, mm -hmm. or when you want it to. That's key. You know what I mean? Like, just keep working. You know what I mean? Just keep working. And um, like I said, because in that case, the worst that can happen is you just want to be really good at it. You know what I mean? Like, if you be a plumber for fucking 25 years, you're going to be fucking a damn good plumber. You should be, unless you was just half-assing. But that's another conversation. Definitely. It's another cloudy conversation. Another cloudy conversation. Again, we would love to have you. This was a great uh, sit-down interview. We want to thank you and all the fans tuning in. It's your girl, Big T, One Ton Uno, Cloudy Conversations. And we are out.